162 games of baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Deposit $300 and play with $200 instantly. Just use promo code ZABE to claim a MyBookie deposit bonus. Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using promo code ZABE to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet halfway all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com. You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash zabe. It's millennials. They don't care about getting stuff right. You've given up on them, haven't you? Well, yeah. Well, why? <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't I? Oh, I hate him also. <laughs> I Sorry. Oh, look at you. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brother. Does he look like a bitch? What? <laughs> Go on. I probably should have saved this for FTG at the end, Jay, but I got to get it off my chest right away. If I see one more clickbaity headline about Steph Curry and the Warriors that starts with something like, what are the haters going to say now? I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. What haters are you talking about? Where are the Steph Curry haters? There's nothing I hate. More than fake haters that do not exist. Stop it. And with yeah, that, they, I say. They are playing the nobody believes in us card a little bit too Exactly. Much. And with that, I say, good evening, Jay. How you doing? How are you doing, Zavis? Fucking fabulous. The reviews are in. Last Friday's Yacht Rock episode was Chef's Kiss. perfection maybe not perfection because there was of course a lot of songs and suggestions people sent in i I was gonna go and curate all little snippets of all the emails and i said "Ah, it's too much work but if you did send us a note thank you very much for that great feedback um and just a lot of people out there that like that period of what i guess would be called soft rock in reality it's soft rock right yeah, but 
a lot of people go, I don't understand the concept. It's just a, it's just a <laughs> catchy little, let it go. God. <laughs> they think thinking too much. It, yeah. It's yeah. almost like, could you thinking imagine listening to this breezy, sweet song on a yacht? Yeah, I could. Boom. Yes. Now it's yacht rock. But then everybody wants to throw in there, but what about this? And that's where it goes off the rails. Somebody said when you claim that Donald Fagan of Steely Dan was not part of Yacht Rock. they Not Yacht Rock at all, no. Well, they they protested mightily, saying that well, Steely Dan. Well, protest till the fucking cows come home. <laughs> I'm not going to take He's not Yacht Rock. Next. <laughs> I hate this Next. shit. <laughs> and this is why I hate doing this shit. <laughs> Come on! You can't be this angry over someone just no, merely no. pushing back. I'm not angry, but the, he is not Yacht Rock. Well, tell me why then. He could. That group is just rock. Steely Dan. I don't think Steely Dan is Yacht Rock. But but hey, if you want to believe that, go right a fucking head. R. Tyson Deal, M.D. So you're arguing with a doctor, Jay. Dr. J. <laughs> he says, P.S. Jay's comment about Donald Fagan not being Yacht Rock. Please, Steely Dan is fourth on the list of Yacht Rock Hall of Famers behind Christopher Cross, Michael McDonald, and Kenny Loggins. It's not arguable. There's some list that has Vanilla Ice as the greatest hip-hop artist of all time. That don't make it right now, does it? No. So Here's, so. here's another one. Uh, Kendra Packard. Uh, part of the uh, the Indianapolis energy duo of her and Carol, uh, who was at Zay Vegas the last time we had it pre-pandemic. They were an absolute riot, bunch of fun gals just know how to party. Uh, she says, I know Jay Poo Poo, Donald Fagan, but Steely Dan has to be given some respect. Ricky Don't Lose That Number immediately takes me back to our neighborhood pool in the summers in the late 70s. As soon as you hear the first notes of another random instrument, instrument the flapamba the flapamba that's in ricky don't lose that number i guess i don't know what a flapanza is oh where there holy shit there it is flapamba a rare instrument it's like a uh it's like a xylophone but you play it with your fingers and it's got like really low tones now, by the way, I love Steely Dan. I just don't consider them Yacht Rock. Oh, and, and where did you say they belong? I didn't say. They're just rock. Oh, okay. They're just playing rock. Okay. Yeah, they're just rock. Yeah. Okay. Well, then Like there are some people who say, what about Crosby, Stills, and Nash? Not Yacht Rock. That's Southern Rock. <laughs> yeah. Now, we've had, we've had requests for other genres. Yeah, such I, as hair I metal. I saw that too. Is a no, request. that one. I could come in with ten for that one. I could do because, and, and uh, my friend was like, "How could you do that?" And I said, "Well, going to high school and football practice, I had to ride home with a guy who all he loved was hair metal. So I had to listen to every fucking hair metal song <laughs> from 1985 <laughs> to 1988, and I began to know them." So okay. I have, t- I have 10 hair metal songs that I okay. actually like. Send it off in a letter to yourself. 
so But now, clean. you know, if we do a hair metal, some dill hole is going to say, well, they're not hair metal. <laughs> what about so this never ends. This so never ends. Dill hole. You know what? I got an idea, Jay. How about a cable channel dedicated solely to music? And musical genres, and we could, <laughs> and we could do, we could do documentaries about how these bands rose to fame and then broke up due to drug use, infighting, and financial malfeasance. What do you think? How's that for an idea? It just may work. <laughs> it just may work. I, uh, I couldn't get to sleep the other night, and I went downstairs to sort of do a hard reset and started flipping around, and I happened upon the Scorpions and oh. the demise of the Scorpions, and it was basically, of course, over money. One of their band members had a accountant that they thought was being fishy, and they're like, hey, you need to fire this accountant. And he's like, no, no, the accountant stays with me, because they were German. <laughs> they're German, that's and, right. And they're like, well, then, fuck you. we got to fire you, too. So they got rid of him as well. But I then had to go to bed, so I didn't see the rest have of you, it. Have you seen the Go-Go's documentary? No. Need that to. That one... Another one, one, they they broke up because there were two girls in the band who wrote the songs, and the only way you make a lot of money is writing the songs. So Belinda Carlisle and the drummer, who's from Baltimore. Gina Shock? Gina Shock possibly has the greatest Baltimore act. She is straight Dundalk, honey. And I mean, (laughs) it is not... It is not even undeniable where she's from. Really? But they were ang- they were angry because Jane Wheedlin and Kathy Valent- Valentine and oh god, I can't remember the other girl who's in the band who wrote all the songs, but they were making all the money and uh the other two weren't. It was great, it's a great one. All right, here's the Gina. Were kinda, here's Gina Shock of the Go-Go's in an interview. Uh a recent interview. She she looks her age. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> and here she, let's see if she sounds like Dundalk, hon. We got in the studio. We hadn't been in the studio together in 20 years. Mm-hmm. And we went in and everything was done in two days, with the exception of Belinda's vocals. Like, everybody, like, fortunately, Jane was here in San Plus, we're all over the place. You know, I can kind of hear that. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Well, I'm vocals. in San Francisco. Jane's in San Francisco and Hawaii. Hawaii. Kathy's in Austin. Uh, Belinda's in Hawaii. Hey, you know, it's like that <laughs> soft sort of nasally, soft O's, soft A's kind of thing. She is straight Dundalk. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get to it. Deshaun Watson, 20 of the 24 civil suits have been settled. However, the NFL has said, oh, well, that's not going to change whatever we do. Is Deshaun Watson spending bad money after good? Yes, because uh, we, we, were, we were at work and we were talking about this. I think 12 games is how long it'll sit. Because if Ezekiel, only, if Ezekiel Elliott got four. Didn't he get hit with six that got knocked down to that four? That got knocked down to four. So I For, think. Even though, even though the NFL's own investigator in the Zeke Elliott case said, there's nothing here. She right. literally said, I got nothing. There's no proof. You probably shouldn't suspend him. Goodell's like, nah, I'm going to do it anyway. Right. So he's got to get at least 12. Uh, he's got to, right? 12. Could Yeah. Could, would they have the balls to sit him out for a full year? Not a full year. That's why I said 12. Okay. Because they, it was a, there's a, what, 18 or 17 game schedule. So. Okay. I can see. Yeah, I can see. To a, by the way, great, great move, Browns. Great move. <laughs> nice move. I think. Uh, I think basically at some point, uh, Deshaun was convinced by his attorney. Look, 
this is not getting better until you Your boy until you open up the wallet and figure out what to do here. It's under my name, but it's my wife's <laughs> greatest fucking scene ever. Bitch! Bitch! Have not been paid. That means you're liable. Can you cuff Mr. Bernstein, please? Cuff me! Mr. There are Bernstein? people out there with chainsaws. You're cuffing me. Well, sir, you have 25 unpaid parking tickets. You've got 24 lawsuits for sexual harassment, <laughs> getting massages with your own towel, you fucking pervert. That I have in this office. Like millions of dollars. And that would make you... Yeah, drop your lawsuit. You're holding those... Uh, Lawsuits. Tickets there. What are you trying to say? <laughs> I don't understand. Holding something in that hand, and this hand you'd forget about. This hand you'd be concentrating on. That hand you'd go, what? What did I have there? I don't even yeah. remember. I don't even remember. What happened to those lawsuits right there? He should have been doing this from the start. Nip Damn it, me. nip it, nip it in the bud. Your boy Rusty's his, his attorney, right? I know. But this is where, when people say, my God, there's 24 women. This, you know, wow. Like, they, they want to ascribe the numbers to increasing truth in whatever it is he's accused of. And I always say, hey, careful. Because just because there's a lot doesn't mean it's more true. It just might mean they know there's a possible settlement coming. So I think a good at least half dozen of these women had very flimsy cases, but they're like, fuck, he's going to have to open the wallet at some point. I'm in. Let's go. Pay me off. Even if it's as little as $50,000, which some of these settlements may be. That was my next question. How do you cut the checks? Well, because you saw the whole penis, you get two. You saw half a penis, you get 50,000. How did they cut the checks up? Uh, it's a, that's a great question. I, it's all. What's weird is that Busby represented, I think, all 24 or the bulk of them. So it's almost like he was in on a small class action suit against Deshaun Watson, where, you know, he's probably negotiated a flat compensation for all of them because you don't want one woman asking another woman what'd you get and then finding out it's a whole lot more than you did right well you should have got more girl no i should have gotten yeah i can i I can see that touch his penis (laughs) did you did you see the real sports uh segment on this no oh yeah they talk they talk to one of Deshaun's representatives, a woman, and she's saying, "Oh, this is just salacious. It's fu- the only the the only attorney they found to take the case. He's representing all of them, so it's flimsy. It was it was great. Yeah, Rust Rusty <clears throat> didn't do it himself. He had his right hand girl do it. Right. I mean, look, this is uh, this was his thing, and it's fucked up to think about. But you know, certain athletes have their thing. I mean, Kobe Bryant's thing was hotel clerks." <laughs> Hotel clerks and ejaculating on girls' faces. Right. They even told her. Even told her that's my thing. You know, uh, (laughs) fucking Kellen Winslow Jr. was banging older women, like 50 year old women, some of whom were virtually homeless, completely sick. That was his thing. Darren Sharper, date raping, drugging women and raping them. Holy shit. That was his thing. Handsome guy. Good job at NFL Network. Millions in the bank. What's wrong with you? Right. Right. Uh, Trevor Bauer. Punching chicks. Strangling them. Choking them out. That was his thing. By the way, that went 
I I know he got a you know was it is it a lifetime ban or a year? Oh, ban? he's still not playing. He's still. But he got, he got another. That kind of was swept under the rug. It was like a month ago that it came out that they suspended him for a year with I don't know with pay or with I can't remember. But that kind of went away, and I'm like, how come nobody's talking about this? I think because a the Dodgers are not missing him because they've got That's so many true. other players. And it's going through the appeal process. Yeah, two seasons. Two years. Ugh. He's appealing the ban. I mean, that's just sort of crazy right there. But hey. For, I mean, if for, you have for, a th- for a bad night of sex. Right. If you have a thing, and I think we all have a thing. Whether we act on that thing or not is a different deal, but we all kind of have a thing. And if you have it, then by God all means, you better hire a if you're a high profile athlete, you better hire a pro to scratch that itch because otherwise you're in big trouble. Okay. Uh, Dan Snyder is trying to weasel out of testifying before Congress. Have you seen his laughable attempts to say, Oh God, I'd love to testify and tell you about how the strides we're making as an organization to treat women better. But you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm on business in Europe. At just the time you're having this hearing, so Sorry. yeah, yeah, I can't do it. Business. What fucking business? You own a football team that's basically a gold mine. Any NFL team is a printing press. <laughs> business, my ass. There will never be another person hated in DC sports more than him. No. Ever. It's Ever. impossible. And what's sad is that the question keeps coming up of why don't the owners move on him? Why don't they get rid of him? And the answer, I think, is, well, they they could, but the owners realize as soon as you declare open season on billionaire white men in football, oh, look out, because you don't think this will be the last one, do you? Well, we have a precedent, Donald Sterling. True, but I mean, he had to be caught on tape with the N-word, which is instant electrified third rail in public life. I mean, because everybody knew he was a scumbag before that. Oh, totally, yeah. Yeah, uh, right, but but that's what it took. Well, hey, uh, everyone knew Al Capone was a gangster. What did they get him on? Tax evasion. Tax evasion. So, yeah, so Snyder's like, I, I, I'm so sorry. And the committee is like, well, Goodell's testifying via Skype. You, you could can do, the do same. that. And then his attorney's like, well, you know, uh, he's, he would like to know what he's going to be asked and, you know, he would like to have counsel present and he couldn't have that over Skype and the committee is like, well, looks like you're hiding something then. Plus that's not how it works. We don't tip you to the questions before yeah, you get you, to sit you in front of us. You answer our questions. <laughs> right. Exactly. I don't know if I were still a commanders fan, Jay. And I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, and yes. And I'm not. If yes. I were, I'm not sure if I would want him to have to testify and look like a total tool. Or if yeah, I he's prefer. Not smart, right? He's not, he's not, no. he's not bright. Okay. No, no, he's not bright. He's not nimble. He's not confident in himself either. I mean, he barely does any public speaking. So imagine the pressure cooker that this would be a public appearance on Capitol Hill with. Pretty much every member of the committee having predetermined he is a shitheel 
of the highest order. Stammering and, oh. <laughs> yes. The last time he spoke in public was introducing Ron Rivera, a supposedly happy, positive moment, and he fucked up the first sentence by saying happy Thanksgiving on December 22nd. Would, would he be as bad as Nixon versus Kennedy in that first debate? Sweating he, profusely? Yes, yeah. yes profusely, yes. <laughs> or, or he would be like uh, Martin Short's character in that SNL bit where he was on uh, 60 Minutes. And I forget who <laughs> Harry Shearer played Mike yes. Wallace and yes. <laughs> he's smoking a cigarette. Nathan Thurm. It's like, I, I don't know why you're here. So it's for day. It's boring. He's looking into the camera. Like what? We're not hiding anything. <laughs> or, the, or again, the guy who gave away the truck at the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. Right. Features and stuff. Wasn't that what he said? <laughs> Something yes. and stuff. Technology and stuff. <laughs> Technology. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Oh, here's your uh, Nathan Thurm. Uh, Cigarette smoking and cancer and heart disease are, are well established. Are they? I don't, I don't know that they are. <laughs> well, Thurm, scientific research has shown that to be the case. No, it hasn't. <laughs> well, with respect, I'm afraid that it has. That's your opinion. And I can show you equal numbers of studies that prove that smoking can be beneficial for you. By the way, they turned him into a recurring character because this was a follow-up bit on Weekend Update. And Christopher Christopher Guest was doing the interviewing. Wow, did not know that. Anyway. Christopher Guest. Mr. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, Brooks Kepka, the latest defector to the LIV tour, along with Abraham Answer, number 20 in the world. Now, look, nobody gives a shit about Abe Answer. Good young player that he is out of Mexico, but Kepka is a pretty big deal, and this I, won't be the end of the defections. I, I would, but I would do it too. Why? If so, if you're going to say I can play majors. And take the Saudi blood money. Thank sure. you, Chichang. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do it? Yeah, you know what uh, the 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 PGA Tour and a lot of sports writers went hard on the nine eleven angle about how dare they, you know, because the nine eleven families, you know, were like, I can't believe you're doing this when nineteen of the twenty three hijackers were from Saudi Arabia. Okay, I'd forgotten to make this counterpoint after nine eleven. Where did we park? all of our shit over there to go attack Afghanistan in Saudi Arabia. Arabia. Yeah. Well, because we couldn't 
fly over what country because it was it would have been considered an oh i, can't remember. I think yeah, that, that was, was, well hold on i think there was gulf war one and i think it was, was france gulf war? okay okay oh no 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 uh it was the strike on libya that took out Gaddafi, and france said yeah we don't want you flying over us okay. because that's what it was okay yeah because uh apparently Gaddafi was the one behind uh the 747 full of high school students that got blown up over Lockerbie. And so in they Scotland, were Scotland, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. So they, I think it was an Air France flight from uh from France to uh, JFK. Don't quote me on that. Someone's going to google it now and go you idiots, you're wrong. But we're going fast <laughs> on the flight. Also, I, you know, okay, so I think it was more Gulf War 1 that we parked all our shit in Saudi and then went and jumped Saddam Hussein. I don't know if we parked as much after 9-11 in Saudi as we did in other places. But it's not like they didn't cooperate with us afterwards. We fucking needed them in the region. Par- so parked in, parked and gassed up. Yeah, right. It was a meetup. It was yeah. like it was like a Saturday night hot rod get-together with all of our shit, our military shit. Hey, look at these Humvees. Look at these tanks. Sweet. Anyway, so Kepka, <laughs> Kepka leaves, and the tour today responded by saying, we're going to create a new series of eight events that have a really high purse, that are 50 players only, no cut, and they'll only be accessible to the top 50 guys in the FedEx Cup rankings. But it's going to happen after the FedEx Cup is over, so it's going to be in the fall, which is when um, most golfers, pro golfers, don't play a whole lot. They kind of chill out just a bit so we'll see if it works but if this was their answer they should have come out with this from the start you know a little bit late on this i think why didn't they just say you can't play in the majors wouldn't that have remedied well because they don't have control of the majors okay it's they're they're all okay the majors are all privately okay yeah they're they're all different bodies control them however however the key to getting in majors if you haven't won them. And Kepka's got two U.S. Opens. He's got two PGAs. He's exempt in those two at least for a long while. I don't know what the master. Nobody knows what the Masters is going to do, but they're just assuming they're not going to get involved in this. And the Open Championship, the RNA, it's tough to say what they're going to do. But world ranking points are key. And right now, the Live Tour doesn't award world ranking points because there's a panel that determines world ranking points. And on the panel includes Jay Monahan, the PGA Tour commissioner, and several other guys like the USGA head and the RNA head. And if they all say, look, we're not giving points to this fucking league that's 48 people and has no cut and has a shotgun start, then you're going to really have a hard time getting into the majors as the years go on. By the way, Jay Monahan did not look good on his interview. No. No, God. He, oh, my God. Yeah. No, no PR person overlooked that whole thing. Some <laughs> some guys are better than others. I I've always said Jay that th- these leagues should employ sort of uh, fake commissioners to do all the media, and then have the real commissioners and the real people that are making the calls do that behind closed doors. Oh, would, Goodell would be gone. Yes. Of course, exactly, because he's such a terrible front man for it. You get a confident front man who could really chop it up with the media and come back at him. Now you've got someone who looks like they're in charge. This guy, Mike Juan, Juan for the USGA, the new guy there, he seems a bit combative. Like he gets up on his toes in defending the USGA, and I kind of like that. kind of dig that. We'll see if he's good over time, but 
so far so good. Uh, did you watch any of the U.S. Open on Saturday? I watched or about Sunday. two or three holes on Sunday. Okay. So I what, watched well. I watched this. I watched the 16 and 17. And which is pretty. Yeah, that's all right. What'd you think? Good uh, finish. It was, yeah, I mean. Do you have a rooting was, interest you know, either way? No, I no. did not care. Yeah. No. Yeah. What do you think of this uh, Matt Fitzpatrick kid? He looks like he's 12. Right. <laughs> he's 27. But yeah, he yeah, looks 12. He looks 12. He's got, well, he's got braces, you know? Adult yeah. braces. Adult braces. Not a good look. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but hey, he's got British teeth, and he's he wants to Ooh. escape his British teeth. <laughs> and that I respect. <laughs> so, women, how did they lose the Ryder Cup? It seems like they have so – we just have more to young talent than they do? Is that what it is? Well, I mean, uh, he's – how, how did you I mean? How did uh, the Europe lose the Ryder Cup? Yeah, because wasn't he on the Ryder Cup team? Wasn't he? Uh, yes. Uh, you know what? I don't know if he was this year. I would look that up. I would. I would imagine he was. He's been on previous Ryder Cups, but he has not done well. Uh, the U.S. was just loaded this year, and they overwhelmed him. I mean, Scotty Scheffler sort of came on at the Ryder Cup, and he's been a terror ever since. By the way, how does this Lindor stuff work with the Ryder Cup now? That's another good question. That's going to is it Nobody going to break knows. up? Oh, I knows. can't wait. But you know they're comparing this to the cart IRL split that <laughs> fucked up. What do you laugh? Wow! Nobody gave two shits about cart, and and I'm I'm sorry. I think a lot of people don't give two shits about golf. <laughs> come on, come on. Yeah, quick, name one IRL driver. Tick 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 tick. There uh, you go, Dario Franchitti. Yeah. Suck it. I bet you he's not IRL. You just—he's just a driver. He's an uh, engine driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joey Chittenhauser. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon, Gordon Johncock. Gordon I don't know. Johncock. <laughs> well, uh, and Andretti. Pick an Andretti. I don't care. Mario, uh, Luigi, Rick Mears. Rick. Okay, there you go. Now we're now we're dipping into it. Um, <laughs> well, no, but the point is, is that it just harmed both circuits because when when uh the irl started cart which controlled indy said well you fuckers aren't going to race in the indianapolis 500 and it really crippled the event for some time because the best drivers best teams were not in the main event and they're saying this could be the same thing with the pga tour i don't know i was mentioning uh to some of the younger bucks on my station today i was like you know the usfl the original one, not not the shitbag league they got now, had some pretty big-ass stars on it, like Herschel Walker, Steve Jim Young, Kelly, Reggie White, you know? Yeah. They were, I mean, they had a nice brand of football, but one guy came in and fucked it all up. I wonder <laughs> who that was. Hmm. Who could that have been? Who could that have been? Donald yes. J. Trump. Yes. By the way, that's undeniable, right? That he fucked up the USFL. Uh, I think pretty much, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think pretty much. There, you know, there's a documentary on it, the uh, 30 for 30. Um, so, yeah. Um, let's see. Is there such a thing as too much Barkley? He was on. He was on the hockey. He was on the hockey set last night for Game Ooh, Three of the Stanley Cup right, Final. That's a bit too much. There, yes, yes. He was also on Golf Channel during the U.S. Open on the set, chopping it up with Brandel Chambly and Rich Lerner. I tried to make the case to my guys on the show. I said, "Look, I'm not anti Barkley. I think he's good. I think he's funny. I'm just I, I, he's overexposed. Like it's yeah. just too much." 
They they he said never, they said you're wrong. It's not too much. He's funny. Everyone loves him. He's That's funny, but there. you don't see Dave Chappelle everywhere, <laughs> right? Yeah, By the way, know, sidebar: yeah. Is Chappelle still funny? Yeah. Okay. Good. And and does wait a minute. He, did somebody say he wasn't? I'm just asking because he is now going out of his, his way to gore some sacred oxen in the culture with the transgender stuff. And I just wanted to know if you or did others you, who are big Chappelle fans think he that. still has his edge. Did you see <clears throat> the bit he did about his transgender friend? Yes. It was funny as hell. I, I found it funny. Not I everyone did. The guy who attacked him on stage at the Hollywood Bowl didn't think it was funny. I made a point. I, I made it that Chappelle might be the goat of comedy now. Okay. Surpassing who? Richard Pryor. He might. Whoa, I said, might. Whoa, whoa. I said, I, again. <laughs> whoa, some, whoa, whoa. You're talking to someone who learned Richard Pryor albums by listening to them in the basement while my parents were out. <laughs> so I, I know Richard Pryor bits, and Dave Chappelle might be the goat of comedy. Might be. I said, Mike, now, of course, you will get 30 emails. Oh, you're an idiot. I said, Mike. Didn't say definite. Well, when, he's, better, when, he's better than Eddie Murphy. I'll say that. When, when do you think you'll know what your definitive rankings are? Well, I was, I was watching. They had a George Carlin documentary on HBO. And I was like, wow, I've never found Carlin funny. I know a lot of people do. And so then in my head, I started. You never found Carlin funny? No, he just wasn't my cup of tea. Okay. You know, some people like Emo Phillips. So, <laughs> I mean, comedy comedy is not for uh, Rowan. What's the guy? Um, what's the guy? Um, Mr. Bean. What's his name? Oh, um, Ro- Ro- Roland Martin. Not no. funny. But he's not my cup of tea. I don't think he's funny. There's some people. Uh, Eddie is ours. Rowan, Rowan, Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson. People think he's the funniest thing. People think Eddie Izzard is funny. I don't think he's funny. So again, it's, it's all what you like. But, you know, uh, Chappelle, Pryor, uh, Eddie Murphy. I can't believe Eddie Murphy's not above Pryor. Is it because Pryor is more has a bigger record, a longer resume, so to speak? I always who who transformed the genre, and Pryor kind of did. If there was no Pryor, there'd be no Eddie. That's Got why it. I okay. always put Pryor in front of Eddie. But I, again, I think Chappelle, Chris Rock is in the in the conversation also. Right. He, um, he, he retired. Yeah. I mean, Rock needs to make a comeback. Would like to see um, him make a comeback. I'm trying to, um, um, Buddy Hackett. No, me. Okay, now you're reaching. Buddy now you're reaching. R- Rickles. Uh, Rickles. Don Rickles. Funny okay. Funny as hell. Okay. Yes. Maybe we do a comedy podcast where we just, <laughs> we, we, we group, we group and we categorize our pods. So we do pods of four, basically. Or no, how about this? We'll do Uh-oh. comedy. A summer series. No, we yeah. call them the, the summer series since there's no sports in like a week. How about we yeah, just, exactly? <laughs> how about this? We uh, we group them together in threes and we organize it like the big three basketball tournament. And I say, <laughs> here's who my three are it's Steve Martin, it's uh, George Carlin, 
and pick somebody else, and I take on your team. <laughs> See who wins. See who wins, yeah. We can argue that. We'll get sound bites. We'll do it. Hey, listeners, if you like that, just let us know. Oh, by the way, Matthew Fitzpatrick is 0-5, 0-5 career in the Ryder Cup over two appearances, 2016 and 2020. That's so, not good. Yeah, no, no. But he's one of the best golfers in the world and just won the U.S. Open, so maybe you can suck it. That's not <laughs> I think he could beat you, Jay. Just saying. I think he well, not in my, my not in my home municipal. Yeah. <laughs> where you know all the breaks. You know, where I know the, everything. The yes. local knowledge, right? And and, and, and Forest Park and Forest Park Country Club. All right. Uh real quick, uh did you have you seen the ump cam in college baseball? Why haven't I I've watched at least Two on social there, media, and social media has it. It is, it is absolutely electric to see how terrifyingly fast the ball gets on you from a camera mounted to the umpire's face mask. It's a joke. I, I, I think I've shared with you. I umpired a pony tournament about ten or fifteen years ago, okay. and it was, and for someone who played and said I could do this. It was some of the hardest shit ever. Like you, you miss a lot of shit because right? the, the catcher stands up where you set up is wrong. It's hard. I, I know. Well, Angel Hernandez is still the worst thing walking. Yeah, but it's kind of hard. Yeah, uh, you should check it out. I'll send you a, a link to a Twitter feed, and uh, you'll you'll see it. It's like wow. Uh, by the way, I, I didn't tell you I blew a call at first base in the Packers charity softball game. God. What I'll do they do? What, I, did I, somebody want a, to come after you? No. Well, James Jones threw his glove down, got in my face, but uh, it was a bad call. It was I fucking booted. It was Jim Joyce esque. It was bad. You, Missed you it by half him. a step. You could you could have taken him. <laughs> I don't know, man. You 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 stand around these ex athletes, <laughs> and even though they're ex athletes, you're like man, they're still fucking athletes, <laughs> all of them. So. By the way, very quick, I saw I was watching NBA today. Why have you not had George Sedano on your podcast? I don't like him. What? Next question. <laughs> Are you kidding, right? We love George. I liked George. If I can be honest with you and just circle a truth, this nobody's going to hear this, right? Just circle a truth. <laughs> oh I'm, my! I'm jealous of his success. There, I said it. I okay, can, can I tell you my, one of my favorite George Sedano stories? Circle of truth. I wish I was him. I wish I was okay. Esteban Sedano with just a hint it. of Hispanic in me and good hair and nice olive skin. Fucker. He's such a fucking nice, good dude. I know he's my- a nice, good dude. I'm a nice, good dude, Jay. <laughs> yes, no, you are. And you're, you're Where's my ESPN run? I'm sorry. Okay, here, here's my favorite Sedano story. So he's working in Miami. And uh, his station hires a oh, new yeah. executive by the by the oh, name. Boy. Here we go. This is going to get Thomas. back to him. I don't care. Okay, Fuck him. go ahead. He's, my, he's detriment to my career. I go ahead. Care. A new executive by the name of <laughs> Thomas Castleberry. To- Todd Castleberry. Oh, I'm sorry. Thomas. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> yes. you, you hate him. You're going to blaspheme him here, but don't, you don't remember his I, first name, no, Todd. No, no, I know it was Todd. I'm okay, funny. Okay. And so Sedano calls me like 20 minutes after he gets hired. He goes, well, what's the deal with this Castleberry guy? I go, George, 
buckle up. And I just run and I just run down and tell him everything. Sedano quits like a week later. Oh my god. I, I love wow. that story. Wow. Yes. Okay. All right. With that, we roll right in to FTG. You are such a I'm pussy. I try to maintain diplomatic relations with all nice. countries, Not just in case. All right, uh, Jay. Do you need a t- you need time to reset while I do mine? I do. Go ahead. Okay. Yes. All right. My fuck that guy goes to the dude or dudes who invented the Cliff Bar. You know what the Cliff Bar is? Something awful. And I've eaten a couple. Ugh. Exactly. For twenty nine years, the Cliff Bar has positioned itself as the most natural and wholesome. Of protein bars, you can just grab, put in your backpack, and get a little food energy while you're out in the wild. Well, why am I saying fuck that guy to the guy who invented Cliff Bar? They just sold the company for $2.9 billion. Holy shit. Fuck you! Well, you should have invented your own Cliff Bar. You didn't do that. You should have stuck it out for 29 years. You should have hung tight and said, no, you know what? We're not selling. When they said 50 million, 100 million, yes. 200 yes. million. Yes. All right. That's my jealous rant right there. Fuck that guy. Okay, Jay, who do you got for FTG? Uh, comic book movies. I'm fucking sick of them. Can I not have a summer without a comic book movie of some sort? Can we get back to good old-fashioned raunchy comedies with some breasts? Oh, with God. Some, with something. With some great humor. No, it's got to be a comic book movie. I've had it up to here. With, and I'm holding them my hand I know. my head. I know. With, with comic book movies. I know. God damn. Part- or another Jurassic Park. I'm sick of that shit, too. I agree. Movies have been utterly ruined. By the by, the studio's pursuit of sure things at all costs, oh. and their addiction to the foreign markets for profitability, because these comic book movies can be dubbed over easily in other languages. That's number one. And the kids' movies that that come out, all these animated movies for kids. Uh, somebody pointed out, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Every ticket is two tickets because kids need parents with them. So I'm oh. like, yeah, that's a good point. We should do a podcast looking back at like say. 1986, 1987, 1988 in terms of movies. I and look do at that too. Look at the murderer's row of great movies and unique movies and a variety of genres that existed back then that doesn't exist today. And by the way, I, I remember seeing movies with my parents and loving it. I didn't hate hanging out with my parents. Well, there you go. You're a good man for doing that. I'm a good man, Charlie Brown. All right, Jay. Good run today. Thank you, as always, for your time. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye now. Extra saucy today, Jay is. All right. Todd, I love you. Don't take him seriously. Okay. Having said that, thank you for listening and downloading. Spread the word. Rate and review. You know the drill. And I appreciate each and every one of you. Have a great Wednesday, and we will see you next time.
162 games of baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Deposit $300 and play with $200 instantly. Just use promo code ZABE to claim a MyBookie deposit bonus. Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using promo code ZABE to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet halfway all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie.com. 